Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. things baseball the big leagues and the mlb to portland yeah that's not gonna happen shut up and rutsman will hit a fly ball here deep center field and so long adley rutsman with a moonshot to center field now here are your hosts patrick harris and joe fisher this is the hot corner on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan Welcome into the hot corner, for it is always a Wednesday. That is uh, what my uh, co-host Patrick Harris would say if he was here, but he's not. He bailed on us last minute. He's got some sort of work business trip. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy, apparently. Um, And uh, the consensus was that apparently the office was not happy about this last minute business trip. Um, I don't know if it's even a trip. I think he's, like, staying within the state and not going to that really fun of a location. And he's missing the show for this week. And also, George Schultz, our producer, he's a gallivanting in Boston for, uh, I think, a, he's going there for his wife's business trip. So he's just getting to... I thought he was going for a wedding. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it is a wedding. People are just taking... You're right. People are just taking breaks. Now. You're right. It is a wedding. Will. Ortner, ladies and gentlemen, and that is who we are leaning on for uh, not just the hot corner, but Sports Sunday, too. And right now, I feel like I'm just getting abandoned left and right, Will. On Sunday, Rashad calls me at 8 a.m. as I'm on the way into the studio, just congested all to hell. And and whenever you get that call at 8 a.m. on a Sunday from from Rashad, you do wonder what happened Saturday night. <laughs> what was going on? What uh, what he get into? I mean, you can't. Those that is the immediate question. But he did sound like hell. Um, and so I was like, dude, you don't have to come in. It's fine. I do not want to catch your nasty nastiness. Um, it might have been allergies though. So he bailed on me. And then Jordan Schultz, he's going um for yeah wedding. I think it's his like wife's friend or mm. something that was in Boston. their wedding. So he's got to go to Boston for a couple weeks. And uh, and then Patrick, this last minute, he says that he's gone too. I just feel like, uh, where, where where's the love for Joe? <laughs> no one wants to hang out with me anymore. No one wants to do I any I want to hang out with you. I've got you. Yes, you do, because I asked you yesterday, and uh, Bossman was right there in the building as well, and we made it happen, and you will be joining us on the Hot Corner next couple weeks in Sports Sunday. And um, honestly, the joke's on Patrick. Well, sort of. Is that we finally got the kegerator. Right. And he always likes to bring in a beverage on Wednesday nights for us to enjoy. Um, as is tradition. He's been doing it for years. I owe that guy <laughs> so many rounds. Countless beers. Countless beers. Hey, look, sometimes you uh you need that you need that friend who's always uh got the round or two. He mm-hmm. he's got the connects. I feel like and there's so. something special. Well, yes. If anyone has the connects around here, it's definitely 
One Patrick Harris. Yes. So he uh, would normally be here and would have beers for us, and he's not here, and he doesn't have beers for us, but we have a, f- a kegerator in the building now. That's that, beautiful. That is, um, I mean, if that doesn't tell you about the culture of this building, you know. I know Blazers uh, like to talk a lot about culture and building a good uh, culture in the building. If a kegerator doesn't, isn't a good uh, culture building step right there, I don't know what is. I'll tell you what, I love that by the time like I started coming into the workplace, it became normal for everyone to just drink beer and have alcohol on hand. Because like <laughs> 10 years ago, I love people that. weren't drinking. Like that wasn't, like not at work. Like, well, people were probably <laughs> drinking at work just in a different way, but. Well, let's preface this. It's not like we're all just pounding beers throughout no. the day here. No, well, look. That would be nice. It would be very cool. But I'm, I'm just saying like to have the option of like, hey, you know what? I've got through. You know, half the day, it's time for a lunch break. I can have a beer. That is kind of cool. I I didn't grow up in that culture. There, there was an impromptu, I think it was like two Tuesdays ago, maybe three. But when the kegerator was assembled and all the salespeople uh, got together in the back there and were trying to figure out, okay, like it was a bunch of like, Monkeys trying to plug in a light bulb back there. It was like how uh, it works. We yeah, couldn't like, get an engineer ooh, on it. Ooh, ooh. Oh no, Joey built it. Like Joey put it all together, the mm-hmm. kegerator. Yeah, yeah. But um, we didn't have CO two. Was the problem? Oh, we'll get an airsoft gun. An airsoft gun? Yeah, aren't those like CO two powered? Well, you don't. <laughs> you need more than that. Is that what you're telling I think you need me? More than just an airsoft gun. Yes, you need a full tank of CO two. Is what it there's is. a tank. It's well, <laughs> a small one. No, these. I mean, this one is. I don't know. It's like this well, tall. I'm sure this is great for radio, showing Will how tall the CO2 <laughs> tank is with my hands. But the CO2 had to be filled up, and we didn't know how to connect that thing. Um, but then all, CO2? But I don't know. You like a CO2 dealer? I'm just gonna guess Home Depot. Like that, that sounds just sounds fair. like that sounds like a Home Depot thing. Lowe's. I can go to a yeah Nile, and they've got CO2 on deck. A gas mm-hmm. station, or is that just propane? I would think that's just propane. Uh, can can you uh, switch one in and out for the other? How does gases work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, says get, the sub teacher over here. I'm not teaching science. I one one uh, day, buddy. Actually, that's a lie. I, I've taught science. I just put on Bill Nye. Where can it's, I get some CO2? His job. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, look, there are some times where you can change some things out and it all works. You know what? You this is rubber band something. This together. was going to be do my CO two. This is going to be my guess. Is uh, air gas? It's a store. Like the they, they have one of them in a Tualatin. I want to say gases are us. Essentially, CO two filling at Dick's Sporting Goods. Never would have guessed that. That kind of makes sense. They have everything though. But get ready for the paintball field. They say there you go. That See? ties back in. I, yeah. Look, I was on the right track. Now, you might need a little bit more than what I was thinking. Yes. You know, you need the bump stock of uh, CO2, apparently, but I was on the right path. Yes. I'm on the right track. I got you, yeah, because you need that for the paintball guns there, soft guns. All right. All right. You got ideas. Um, So, yeah, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, um, word on the street was someone finally went and got the CO2 filled up, and so we now have beer on draft provided by... uh, Partners of ours at Backwoods Brewing, who I think are up in like Carson. That's oh, have you ever been to Carson? No, I understand. There's a golf course. I think Elk Ridge Golf Course yeah. is out there. It's I a need, great golf course. I've maybe, been up there before. Maybe I need to make myself a little uh, Carson day trip. And you need to do the, it. Uh, Backwoods and Elk Ridge here. Yeah, do it. Go go to Elk Ridge. Go play the course, and then uh, right over by there. I think it's by Skamania. I think I think you're in that same ballpark, same area. Go check out the Skamania Lodge. It's a great spot. Carson, huh? I like Carson. I've been there. I was there once to golf Elk Ridge, and then I've been back a couple times driving oh. through either to Skamania Lodge or Ew. hanging that's a, out. That's a drive. That, that, But it's in the beautiful part of uh, Washington. All You're right. right on the gorge. You can go nice and slow. It's it's kind of windy, but that's fine. Listen, See man. See the sights. You can uh, hike. You've got a kid. Take your kid up. Go hike. Yeah, that's what every kid wants to hear. Let's go on a hike, bud. Uh, like Dog Mountain, man. Yeah, see, the thing, an hour and a half from the old Newburgh. That's the thing, man, is I moved to Newburgh last year in, like, October. Yeah. And now that I'm finally experiencing my first summer living out in Newburgh, 
it just adds 15 to 20 minutes onto everything mm-hmm. where it's just a pain in the ass, man. Like, uh, again, I look at Backwoods and Carson, and I'm like, okay, not that bad. An hour and a half from Newburgh. An hour and a half is tough. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, from where I'm at, that's I think it's 50 minutes, 45, oh, you know, depending on if you're obeying speed laws or not. So I, I, I think it's fine. I yeah. like it. Elkridge is worth it. Hey man, if we're uh, Elkridge is worth it. If we're going Promise. down the road of AI, I think that we're only so far from uh, transportation. I mean, I feel like that's the logical next step, right? You would think where we're getting teleported to places like oh, I don't think a la, that. A la Star Trek, right? I think we're getting the the cars that drive themselves. We're maybe maybe a couple hundred years away from that. I'm I, being a little too hopeful. I think cars driving themselves, I think within the next 25, 30 years. I've been reading Reddit. Well, uh, we've seen that they've done that, but uh, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't put our best man on it. We put Elon <laughs> on it, and he's doing too much with Twitter. <laughs> we need to put someone else on it. With 100% undivided focus on that thing. Yeah, we need we need to like make Bezos poor again and say <laughs> the only way he can get rich is by making self-driving cars. If we did that, we'd have self-driving cars in five days. I I truly believe that. Like, we just need to make him or, like, Bill Gates poor again. Not Elon. Elon's got his hand in too many different things. We need guys who are obsessed. You know, it sounds like this uh, guy on the text line, 503-864-6326. I worked at Airgas. That makes me know more about gas and sports than you guys. Perfect. Well, apparently you can figure out a teleportation for us, too, since you know so much, bud. I want this guy on it. I don't know who this guy is, but he should get... On self-driving cars. Uh, we also got another text. Falls Creek Falls. Wait, is that literally the name of it? Falls, Falls Creek, Creek Falls? Falls? I've never heard of Falls Creek. Uh, they I've say it's the a, other creek. They say it is a great hike in Carson, so maybe there is mm-hmm. a third reason to go out to Carson. Dog Mountain's around there. Falls Dog... Creek. Yeah, Fall, Dog Falls right Creek Falls. How about that? Gotta check that one out. What's the, what's the big rock that's out there? What's the big rock? Yeah, out. there's a big rock, and it's a whole <laughs> the hike. big rock uh, out in the gorge there. It's <laughs> like their version of the Rock of Gibraltar. There's a big rock out there that you can go hike. Hey, since the text line knows so much, then maybe they can yes. uh, let us know. What is the big rock that's out of the gorge? Are you talking about? Get the gas guy on this. <laughs> there's a big rock. Uh, need to cross the Bridge of the Gods, which is by far the coolest name of a bridge ever recorded in the history of ever. Great name um, for a bridge for yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it is a very underwhelming bridge for it being named and Bridge of the Gods. I gotta spend the two dollars to get over it, and I can only drive ten miles an hour on it. Stupid. Oh uh, man! All right, let's uh, get into some baseball stuff here, huh? Shall we? Sounds good to me. And they say it's called Beacon Be- Rock. Beacon Rock. Beacon Rock. See, they're saying. I literally Googled Big Rock Columbia River Gorge. <laughs> and it came right up. It did. Very first thing. There's well, a hike on I, I think Google, but I also think the text line, because I did not have to Google, and that thing popped up right as you said it on the text line. Beacon See, Rock. People, people speak will. They know. <laughs> uh, but we speak baseball, and we're going to do a little bit of that today. Uh, we have a couple pitchers that, um, man... They can throw a baseball really good, but their arms and elbows and shoulders are made of absolute crab meat, and it is uh, disappointing to see, to say the least. One star in the MLB that, oh my God, is doing disgusting things to the baseball. Should be illegal what he's doing in the city of Cincinnati right now. Um, We also have a division no one wants to lose and a division no one wants to win. And I can't believe that this team is uh, this competitive this late in the season, plus fair or foul, whole bunch of stuff to get to. Maybe we'll let uh, Will Ortner rant about the Mariners for a segment. That'd be fun. I've had, I have ideas. <laughs> well, uh, I imagine that you don't get that opportunity if you are uh, filling in on uh, Primetime or Dusty and Danny or any of those other shows. So uh, maybe we uh, give you a 10 minutes to just pop off here. It'd so. be fun. Hey, you know what? It's the year of Kelnick. Just remember that. Everyone else might be sucking, but Kelnick is doing good. Yep, it would be great if it was the year of the entire team, though. That is uh, for sure. But uh, I digress. I digress. Uh, Let's get started with a guy who, one of the best pitchers of our generation, but, man, we don't see him often, and it looks like we won't be seeing him for a long time. Jacob DeBron, another UCL injury. Tommy John on his horizon. we get to that next year. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. The Texas Rangers have had a phenomenal season on the offensive end, putting up a lot of runs. And there was a point that I think after the first month or so of the season, I was texting Patrick. I was like, is this the time we talk about the Rangers being really, really good? We're like, no, let's hold out. Let's wait a little bit more, see if they're able to sustain this for another month, and they definitely have. And so it wasn't last week. It might have been that this week that Patrick and Jordan and I were going to finally talk about the Rangers being one of, if not the top team in the American League and definitely a threat this year uh, to be the World Series champion. And so... Yes, we are going to talk about the Rangers this week in a sense, but not in the way that I thought it was going to be because it's going to be on the pitching side of things, and it's going to be about Jacob deGrom. And he is out for the year. Um, <laughs> again. Again, yeah. Like always. With another UCL tear, and we'll be getting Tommy John surgery after agreeing to a deal with the Texas Rangers this offseason. I believe five years, $175 million. He will be done for the year, and that has kind of been the story of Jacob DeGrom's career over the last, I don't know, ever. Yeah, really, it seems like. I mean, he had a great stretch in New York to start the career, but it seems like really that last half decade now, it's uh, been seeming like a struggle for him to just get a full season out of him and be consistent. Here we go again, this time in Texas. Um, Yeah. Really, really sucks for uh, for DeGrom. He, he's going to be one of those guys where we talk about what if. Like, what if he never had the injuries? He's starting to fall into that. Uh, like obviously, he's a better version, but I relate him to, like, like a Bill Walton or a Brandon Roy looking at local Blazers um, because you have these moments when they are fully healthy, dominant, and he was to another level, although Walton won an MVP, right? But he is a top pitcher. He's in the conversation for Cy Young. He was, I mean, what, two, three years ago? He was, it was a record-setting year. Like, he had an under one ERA halfway to three-quarters of the way through the year. Just dominant. And then, for some reason, at some point, every single year, he just gets hurt. And he just seems to be one of those guys that's made a glass. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault that his UCL has torn. It's not his fault that he's had some of these different injuries 
but he's always going to be one of those guys where it's like, what if? What if he could have had two or three years where he stayed healthy? What if he could have found a way to, you know, maybe he had one injury throughout his career. Maybe he had one Tommy John surgery. What could he have accomplished because his peak is so dominant? Yeah, you've... um... You've seen him be one of the most dominating pitchers in baseball, but you look at the last four seasons, or really last three, because in 2020, it was the abbreviated year because of COVID. He did get 12 starts in that year, so he was like on pace to actually have a good season and led the league in strikeouts in that 60-game season in 2020. But in 2021, as you mentioned, Will, had the sub, um, well, not sub-1 ERA, he uh he didn't he wasn't that good. He had 1.08 ERA to finish the season. But uh he only put up 92 innings that year in 21. And then last year, last year with the Mets, 64.1 innings. And then this year, he will finish with only 30.1 innings pitched, which is going to be a career low. Um had 3 years in a row in New York where he had pitched over 200 200 innings. Uh, two of those years is back-to-back Cy Young years, and now it's three straight seasons of not just less than 100 innings pitched, but less innings pitched every year, Will. He had 92 innings in 21, 64 in 22, and only 30 this year. So it's not a matter as if, like, things are getting better. They're getting worse for him. Well, and that, that also comes with age. He... it. It's weird. We were talking about this before the show, but I was thinking of him as like, yeah, he's older. He's about 29, 30. And then you look, he's 34. It isn't going to get better for him. No. He's aging. There's nothing that you can do about it. At this point, I'd be happy if if I was a team. Maybe he goes every six days. Maybe he goes every seven. Something that you can do to keep him throughout most of the year just because he has a track record and now he's old he's old for baseball he's old for sports in general he's not going to magically get healthy now he's not going to have years where he stays healthy and pretty soon you're going to start seeing his performance decline because right now the only thing stopping Jacob deGrom is Jacob deGrom's body but pretty soon he's not going to be able to throw that fastball at 100 miles an hour in the seventh inning like he used to so it's only going to get worse. So he is 34 years old. Do you want to guess when his birthday is? Oh, no. Is he turning 35? In 12 days, my man. Oh. And, I mean, last time I checked, uh, with the Tommy John, you usually, at this point in the season, you're going to miss this year, and you might miss next year also. You're going to miss a good chunk of next year. because If I- not all of it. I'm pretty sure it's a six month, like you don't do anything and then you start recovering and start doing all the build up to it. I have definitely, I mean, John means for the Orioles, he had to get it last year around this time and he is, he ain't back yet. And he might not even be back. You've seen guys where they, you've definitely seen this with pitchers before where they get it midway through the year and then they miss the rest of the year and then they miss all the next season too. Yeah. So, so it's like we very well might not see him until he is 36. Thir- yeah. And a half. 36 <laughs> basically 37, close to 37, yeah. That that's brutal. But that's that's why a bunch of teams didn't necessarily want to give him a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I appreciate the Rangers. If I'm a Rangers fan, I'm excited. Like at least we took a swing, right? We went out there and we tried. But there's a reason a lot of teams didn't want to give him that money. He's old, and unlike Scherzer and unlike Verlander, he hadn't showed that he could stay healthy through a whole year. Yes, his peak is better. When he's dominant, he's much more dominant than those two, at least over the last couple of years, right? But he never, ever stays healthy, and you can't count on him. You just can't. Sucks, man. Uh, you made the comparisons to Bill Walton and Brandon Roy. You want to bring it back to, like, baseball. I mean, like, how many years were we calling him the Felix of the of the National League where he was throwing amazing performances for the Mets, but they could not give him any run support to save their life for ever? It seemed like how many times would you hear, oh, it's it's like – Mike Trout and the Angels, like, oh, DeGrom, another dominant performance, eight innings, nine strikeouts, one earned, Mets lose, 2-1. One, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on, dude. 
Like, it just sucks because that is one of the careers that the performance of the individual player, we never saw it come to fruition with his team and in those big moments like we saw with the Clayton Kershaw. I mean, hell, even Madison Bumgarner, his moments in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like we never really got those with uh, Jacob DeGrom, and that's, what's, uh, that's what sucks the most. Now, as far as team impact goes, because as I mentioned, the Rangers are one of the hottest teams in the MLB, want to have, the best off- have one of the best offenses in the league, but what does this mean for their starting rotation without Jacob DeGrom there for the rest of the season? Take a look at that and why I don't think they should be uh, too concerned the rest of the year. Get to that next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. NBA Finals on in the TV, on in the studio here on the TV. Words, things happening that I can't uh, say clearly. And uh, I love the NBA because there's always some random dude that starts to ball out. I'm like, where the hell did he go? And then he ends up, sure enough, going uh, to the uh, Kansas Jayhawks and being on their national championship team. Christian Braun of the Nuggets. Have you seen this guy? Yeah, yeah. I rem- I feel like I remember Braun. Yeah, I, I feel don't... like I remember Rob talking about him. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I'm not surprised. As soon as I saw they went to Kansas, I'm like, oh, Isaac knows who this guy is. But, yeah, I mean. I think he's a rookie. You know, good for him. He's no Grady Dick, but he's he's pretty good. You know, I'm just happy that the white man has some representation in the NBA. Well, I mean. In society, there's not a lot of things that the white man does have that representation in. And uh, I'm glad that they're getting it in the NBA. You know what, though? When I think of white (laughs) basketball player for the Denver Nuggets, Braun is not the first one that comes to my mind. I'm looking at fat old Nikola Jokic, man. I need him to get one more assist. God, who was that uh, really annoying Argentinian dude that was on the team? Uh, Campazzo, that's who Oh, was. yeah. Everybody thought he was Italian because I, uh, you know, I said his name like that, Campazzo. But, yeah, he was actually from Argentina. He was, a, he was a stud. I just remember him pestering CJ a bunch in the last Nuggets series that the Blazers had. Isn't he the one that made CJ step out of bounds for no reason? Attracts. That all tracks, Will, for sure. Um, all right. All right. Reeled in. Reeled in here. Baseball. 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 I know. I'm always the one that tells Patrick to reel in on the back to the baseball stuff, and now I start doing it. Hey, look. You know what? Sometimes it's really and important Braun, to he's about a sh- baseball. He's a strapping young fella, and he's bowling out in this fourth quarter for the 15 Nuggets. 15 okay? points. Good for him. Good for him. He's really stepping up in that hole that Michael Porter Jr. and Brown uh, messed up in. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean. Looks a lot. Um, damn it, Will. Reel it in. Reel it in. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Um, Rangers. So they lose to Grom, but dear God, they put up a lot of runs and they hit the ball really, really well. Um, in every offensive category in the MLB, it seems like they are leading. Uh, and if it's not them, it's the Rays. And so this begs the question, when you've got a really good offense that can put up runs like them, it, see, it seems like I see them consistently putting up double, double digits. You only had DeGrom for the first, what, five, six starts of the season anyways of his, and you've been rolling without him for the last month and a half. Mm -hmm. 
you're looking pretty good. I mean, are you? Yeah. If you're Texas, you're obviously uh, financially upset about him going down, but performance from the team wise, you guys are raking. I mean, if you're going to lose a dominant pitcher, it's a good thing you got a good offense. Should they be worried? Will I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I think you thought that there would be more of a push from the Mariners. That doesn't seem like that's going to be something that happens in the West. It seems oh, like Houston has taken a step back. I mean, you know, at some point. Shohei and Trout can only carry this Anaheim team so far. I I think you're in the driver's seat to win the West. I really do. You've got uh, Gray, who's been pitching fantastic for you. Corey Seager looks like he's turned back the clock. He looks like he's three years younger. Simeon's been fantastic. Another bat that you added this offseason. Yeah, he's been awesome for them. Every time I bet a no-run first inning, Lowe always hits a home run to (laughs) screw me out of my bet. So... When I look at this Rangers team, I think you thought that you'd have stiffer competition in your division, which you're not going to have to deal with, so I think that that's a plus. And then you were hoping that a couple big names that you signed in the offseason were going to come in and ball out, and so far, that's exactly what they've done. So if I'm Texas, yeah, of course, you want Jacob deGrom. It's not optimal that he isn't going to be there for you, but... He hasn't really been there that much for you at all anyway, so who kind of cares? Yeah, it's a it's a tough situation because, and the, here's the thing too, is that when you get to playoff time, I don't think that Texas can roll into the play, playoffs with Nathan Eovaldi, Martin Perez, and uh, John Gray. Like, I just don't think that is going to win you a World Series because you look at this team, and that's what you have to realize with this Texas Rangers team. You have an offense of this good that you can win the World Series. Yep. But when you get to the playoffs, pitching gets way better, mm-hmm. and your offense, you don't score as many runs. You're not It's not as effective. So can your pitching be as effective, one that you've had through the regular season, but can your offense combat that? And if you're not putting as many runs and your pitching isn't as good as you like it, I feel like they're going to have to find another starting pitcher arm somewhere or just, like, sure up the bullpen. I don't think you can roll into the playoffs after the deadline with what you have now uh, because it's just playoff baseball. Things tighten up, and you can't depend on your offense as much as you'd like to. Well, you'd be in a good spot to be a buyer, but I I think the Phillies showed us all last year that if your bats get hot at the right moment, Because that team wasn't built on pitching. You had a bunch of guys who got hot at the plate. I think I read something, too. They were, like, statistically one of the worst defensive teams ever to make it to the World Series. But they they got hot at the right moment. All of a sudden, you know, Schwarber went on one of his runs where he was hitting home runs every other day. Bryce Harper looked fantastic. Castellanos looked good. You know, so I think there's something to be said of, one, it's about getting hot at the right time. If you're the Rays, I think you would have rather had that month that you had at the start of the year at the end of the year. Now, that's obviously like no duh, Will, (laughs) right? But if you can get hot at the right moment, your pitching can be a B to B minus. But if your hitting's an A plus, you can kind of make up some of that there. And then also you're going to be a buyer. There are going to be teams like the Seattle Mariners the Mariners are not going to be buyers. They are going to be sellers at the trade deadline. I hope they don't get rid of any of their pitching. A lot of those guys are young, and it wouldn't make sense for them. But there are going to be other teams that thought they would be in a better spot where you might be able to go out and grab someone. Or even from the Mariners, maybe you can grab Padrilla. You can go get Castillo because he is older, and he doesn't fit in with the younger pitching that they have going uh, between Gilbert and Kirby and Miller and those guys. So I, I think if you're Texas, you know, you can make up for this DeGrom situation later on in the deadline. I believe you're right, but uh, also looking at another team just in the American League that has gone through some starting pitching woes over the last couple of weeks with the Rays having to put Jeffrey Springs and then Rasmussen, Drew Rasmussen, both on the 60-day I.L., this is where I feel like, uh, and you mentioned it's like the uh, Astros have fallen off a little bit. It's like this This is kind of what they did last year, the Astros, is they won the season with death by a thousand cuts. Like it was just mm-hmm. April through October, November, they were 
doing the same thing and just stayed on that trajectory. And it's like, okay, they're 10 games above 500. They're 20. They're 30. Okay, they're the one seed going into the playoffs. Okay, they look like they're the best team in the playoffs. Okay, they won the World Series. Yeah. So the Astros, and you want to talk about starting pitching, that's that's one thing they got going for them right now. Find a way, find a way to outlast everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And again, if the Rays have two of their starting pitchers that came to the season, 60 day IL, they're, you know, hopefully they can get a cut one, if not both of them back. And then you have um and then you have DeGrom go down for the Rangers. Maybe they both feel good about how their offenses are playing because, as I mentioned, Rays and Rangers are the top players or uh, top offensive teams, rather, in the league. But um, seeing the Rangers have the success this year, Will, I think uh, I'm going to shoehorn this bit in here because you mentioned that they paid a lot of money to get these guys. And this is where I think that you can have your your rant on the Mariners is that – the Rangers, they go all in, buy these players, top of the division. The Mariners over the last five to ten years trying to be smart, make smart moves and build up a team and build up a culture, they're below 500. So are Mariners doing it the right way? And right now we are 60 games into the season. As I mentioned, one I think one game below 500. Things aren't looking uh, like they're going the right way in Seattle. So we'll see what Will has to say about that. And uh, if the Mariners even have a chance to get back in this division at this point, or even the wild card race, we have a lot to talk about here. We get to that next on the hot corner on 1080 The Fan. So do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. All right, looks like we're uh, wrapping up this NBA Finals game. Nugget's going to be taking a 2-1 series lead. But what we were talking about in the last segment is, damn, those Texas Rangers are good. Put up a lot of runs. Uh, unfortunately, lost Jacob DeGrom for the season, but their starting pitching has actually been pretty good. But Will had mentioned uh, one of the obvious things about the team is uh, they have invested heavily in some of their stars uh, going after players like Corey Seager and Jacob deGrom, uh, Marcus Simeon, another one, um, investing a lot of money in their team, and it is uh, paid off because they lead the AL West. And we look at the Seattle Mariners, and granted they sort of paid for a one player in Robinson Cano years ago, but that it was that was a long time ago. I feel like that's in baseball years, years, like eight, <laughs> eight to ten years ago. Seems like a long time, long ago. time ago. I was a young whippersnapper then, um, at the age of uh, twenty three. I think is what it was. I would have um, been in high school. <laughs> um, so the Mariners, I mean. Building the team that the way they have with Jerry Depoto and Scott Service, it seems that they're trying to build the team without putting too much on the payroll and investing like the Rangers have done and trying to be a big payroll team because they've never really have one. But you've seen it with Julio also. They're willing to invest in their guys. And Luis Castillo, they gave him a contract. So they're not afraid to give money where they want to. But they're very. it seems like they're very strategic about what they're trying to do with their team. Whereas the Rangers say, F it. Let's just give all the money to the best players that are out there and see which ones work. And quite frankly, it has worked because, again, they have the best offensive team in the MLB. If it's not them, it's the Rays. And the Mariners are at 30-31 and 31 here. As we're a week into June, uh, Will, I know that uh, you know this Mariners team very well. I mean, this year, unfortunately, <laughs> came with expectations because when yeah. you make the playoffs, that's what happens. Is you expect to get back or do better, and there's a lot of baseball left. But when you see a team like the Rangers having the year that they're having. Don't you feel like, all right, maybe we just need to go out and spend and get the best player on the market that's available? Shohei Otani, maybe. 
Well, with with a guy proven like Shohei, Shohei's, and I'm not saying like him, but not him specifically. But again, we just got to make ourselves a player in the room with these big names and get one of these guys. Yeah. See, here's the problem: is if you spend a bunch of money on those guys and none of them pan out, well, then you're an idiot and you lost a bunch of money. If you don't spend a bunch of money on these guys and they hit, then you're a super genius. It seems like the last couple of years, whenever the Mariners think they got a big name, right? Last year it was Jesse Winker and everyone was a little bit excited about Adam Frazier. Neither one of those Jesse ended up. Jesse Winker. God, right? is he still alive? He's with the Brewers. Okay. I think he had a good game today. I uh, hope not because it seemed like everybody on the Brewers uh, had a good game against everyone, the Orioles. Everyone else did, that's yeah. for sure. But – you know, that idea of you got these big-name players and they didn't turn out. But you know who did? In that same Jesse Winker trade, you got a Eugenio Suarez. That dude was gigantic for the Mariners last year, and you didn't pay that much to get him because most of the money was trying to get Winker, right? And then you have a rookie like Julio. You thought he would be good, but you didn't think he'd be that good. Now you fo- forked up the money for him, but you had a lot of guys on that Mariner team that have been built through this culture, or it it hasn't been the big name. You know, Ty France wasn't a big name when you went and got him. Cal Raleigh came up through your system, and you benched him at one point last year because he was not playing the way he was supposed to, and then he built up. You traded for J.P. Crawford, but it wasn't a big trade. You know, so you have these guys where it seems like a lot of your hits aren't on the big flashy deals. So then that gets kind of built in. You look at guys like this year. Colton Wong has been absolutely atrocious. But who's been good for you? Jose Caballero. Now, is he the perfect second baseman and you would never get rid of anybody else for him? No, but he has been at minimum serviceable. You look in the outfield. Teoscar has a bunch of home runs, and he has a bunch of RBIs, but he also has a bunch of strikeouts. And I would make the argument that at best he's been neutral to what you thought you were getting out of him, and he was your big-name guy. I remember being in here talking with you and Patrick about how excited I was that we got Teoscar. So when you look at the Mariners, where they found their most success, at least in the last five years, have been on cheaper homegrown talent or guys that you got in as a throw-in where the big name didn't succeed. So I, I understand what their think their thought process is, and I like that they paid Julio and they paid him as quickly as they could. I hope they're going to do the same thing with Kirby and with Gilbert. They look fantastic. I hope they do it with Munoz. But I think it's kind of been ingrained in that culture, in that program, in that management of – we don't need to spend a lot of money on guys because we can go and find these other guys and pay them cheaply and they'll perform at the same level or better than the high-paying guys that we went out and got. But you don't see, and I guess, I mean, you kind of just said it right there, I feel like it's like you don't you don't see those big drastic increases in performance from the team, though. Is what I feel like, and this year, guys, so you see have those maybe, Hopkins. and maybe you see those incremental increases, yeah. one to two wins over a year. I mean, that's what I felt like you have with the Mariners, but the Rangers popped, yeah, big, like big it's, pop, it, and they made that jump finally, and that's where I just look at the Mariners, where it's like you were waiting for that maybe this year to happen, and. It, you it thought you had like, a chance at the division. You it, really did. You thought you should have been. Yeah, let's not sugarcoat it. A and you, lot of people did. And you look at you look at your pitching staff. You have a top two to three pitching staff in the MLB. I mean, looking at your starters, your bullpen has had their struggles at times. But when Matt Brash is on, Matt Brash is on. You got Munoz back finally. Seawald looks like he did last year at the beginning of the year. You know, and the way that Service runs that bullpen, it's not a normal bullpen. So you don't. Teams aren't going into it being like, I know who I'm going to face in the eighth. I know who I'm going to face in the ninth. He really goes matchup based on that. I I completely agree with you. Like, would it be nice for us to go out and spend a bunch of money and get a big-name player and have him pop? Yes, it totally would. But baseball at times seems to be a little bit of a crapshoot, for a better word there, when it comes to talent. I mean, 
I remember growing up, we traded for Eric Bedard. Eric Bedard was going to be the best pitcher on the staff. He was going to take over for Felix. Hey, bud, someone who is very familiar with that Eric Bedard trade is this Orioles fan right here, okay? Thank you for Adam Jones. Yeah, no, exactly. We got rid of one of the best players. You could have had Adam Jones and Ichiro Suzuki in your outfield for years, and we got rid of him for Eric Bedard, who was – serviceable at best jared washburn like i can go down the list of guys where i thought that they were going to pop and a lot of mariner fans thought that they were going to pop look at this year a lot of the guys who are ripping on colton wong they thought colton wong was a pretty decent signing he wasn't 1a but he was definitely probably like your second or third fourth option guys were excited when he got signed guys were excited when teoscar got signed you know so for me it it's more about finding the guys that fit in the system and finding the guys that are going to pop. If that means paying for someone, by all means, you should pay for some. I I wish we would have paid for Corey Seager and just moved JP over to second. I wish, but that doesn't seem to be what the man, what the owners want to do. So you got to find a way to build it with those cheaper talent. The A's did it and they had less of a payroll than the Mariners do. And if it uh, meant that just getting the best players available was going to turn you into the best team, then the Angels would be winning World Series after World Series, right? The Yankees would never lose. (laughs) The Mets would be the best team in baseball right now. I hear what you're saying. It's just like, and quite frankly, when it comes down to the Mariners, it's just like they got the team. They just got to put the bat on the freaking ball, man. Like that's been the biggest problem this year for them is like, I feel like we're back in uh, 2012, 2013, talking about the years with Felix on the mound again. Everyone but Kelnick at the plate has taken, at best, a minimal step back. In some cases, like Julio, Eugenio, even Ty France have taken big step backs. That's something that I'd be looking at. I'd be more worried about who my hitting coach is right now. Can we get Edgar back? You know, that's where I'd be looking as a a Mariner fan. (laughs) Yeah, I want to feel like, uh, uh, or I feel like I've heard Jordan uh, clamor about that a few times now that he is not a fan of the batting coach for the Mariners, whoever his name is. Not uh, when everyone takes a step back. <laughs> Look, it's a good I point. might have to learn his name. That's when you're a hitting coach, no one should know your name unless you're Edgar Martinez or you're Barry Bonds, and then people only know who you are because you're famous for being a baseball player. I'm convinced that uh, Jordan Schultz might have a uh, voodoo doll with the Mariners' batting coach's face on it. Or like a uh, dartboard in his house with his face on it. You know? I think he's got a dartboard with so a couple lost different three to Mariner two again. Huh? <laughs> uh, take that. He yeah. he. I'm a Mariners fan. I I bleed blue. That dude. It, it's it's different. Oh, I. He, it's turned into a thing on this show where it's like, oh oh, we're getting him going. You you keep yourself pretty uh, even keel. I get I could hear the inflection in your voice though. Get rise up a little bit though. Hey. I heard it, but Jordan, man, oh god. Yeah, I've got I've got the, the poor guy's been hurt. I've got NBA going still. I've got NHL going still. I haven't gone full into deep dive baseball mode. But uh, talk to me again in July. Are you talking about like you're going deep? dive into these sports like gambling and that's able to take your pain away from I have been I have been hot gambling right now if that helps oh Logan Gilbert getting his sixth strike on his last pitch of the game striking out his last two batters in the 10 to 3 loss of the Padres no last last night night. last night I didn't bet him this (laughs) it was too early I'm not I can't get over the the water that early (laughs) um just while we're on it the one uh, baseball bet that will eat me like to my deathbed, yeah, is the fact that I did not take Oakland A's win total under this year. Oh my gosh, yeah, because they're I'm, horrible. Because I'm pretty sure before we uh, before the season started, we were doing the show looking at it, and they put them at. 59, 59 and a half. And I was like, there's no way. Because that would have put him at like just over 100 win or 100 losses. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. There's just no way they're going to get there. And I think they're 19 and 40 right now. And that's coming off of a series win against the Pittsburgh Pirates. (laughs) They won two games, should have won a third. I'm incorrect. They're 14 and 50. They're already 27 and a half games back in the division, all right? And you could make the argument that they should have swept the Pirates. <laughs> they should have swept the Pirates this week. Oh, God, but we had a text earlier this oh. year that told us the Pirates are really, really good and have one of the best farm systems in baseball and shouldn't be surprised that they're so good. 
<sighs> I think they're good, but they're uh, they're hey, they're a year away. The text line knows everything, but the text line definitely knows everything, right? Yeah. Hey, man, CO two guy, like text <laughs> me. I I need some CO two. And that's the great thing is we always have, always have that guy, but we definitely always have that guy that um yeah that know, knows all. All right, hour one in the bag. Um, hour two. I wanted to get to a few different things, but then there was this dude in Cincinnati that wanted to hit a baseball really, really hard today. And uh, he basically forced me to put his name down on the show sheet. So we will get to that. We got fair foul in the second hour. Plenty to get to. Got Will Ortner behind the glass chilling with me tonight. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 